This is a podcast from Rover. Keep up to date with JJ and Flinny on Facebook. Just search JJ and Flinny. More FM. Yesterday afternoon, you know, I told you that um, had to sell the family home. Yeah, with yeah. The old ex. Well, I'm just getting getting all the things out of it, and uh, all the memories, all the all the stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, went to the house yesterday, and I'm just <laughs> stopped in my tracks. It's a closed off section, like you can't yeah. see into the backyard unless you know you can open a gate and go through, and that's fine. But th- Leaning against the house by the back door is a door. And like it's, another door. It's a brand new door. Right. Painted white. <laughs> and it's got, so the door's leaning there and then on the outdoor chair is an empty packet of what was doorknobs, which have been put on the door, <laughs> and then a box of hinges. And I'm looking at this door just thinking, 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 like, why is it here? Who put it there? What's this room? Looking around or looking around, seeing if anyone went in the house. No one went in the house. And I thought, maybe it's the new owners and they've decided to drop this door off early for some reason, even though I don't know where it would go in the house. No, I've seen this I've seen this photo and it's not as nice as your door. Like you wouldn't replace your door mm, with no, that door. No. Yeah. But um I well, I contacted the real estate agent and I said, Can you please ask the owners if they've done this? Drop this door off. No, they hadn't. So I was just perplexed <laughs> all day and I thought, I have to find out. How am I gonna find out whose door this is? I can't just get rid of it because I need to know where it came from. So mm. I put it on the local Facebook community page, which is always really handy. Man, those things are good, eh? So many people get good at positive outcomes out of putting a post up there. They do. Lost cats, etc. <laughs> anyway, I said, look, I found this door. Uh, and there was people just generally, people were just taking the mickey and writing a lot of door jokes. Well, I'm just looking at the article on your uh, Facebook page, the local page. Uh-huh. Someone wrote, Victoria wrote, feeling adored. <laughs> and then you wrote underneath that, that was dawesome to her. Um... <laughs> Someone said uh, it's exactly the same as the door to my bedroom that's broken. Thanks, Richie, for that. Yeah, he um, wanted it. He wanted it, but <laughs> I couldn't give it to him yet until I found out who, whose it was. If you, uh, Joanne said, if you open it, where does it take you? And you said to her, Narnia. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Morrison, you know, see what they're doing there? The, the doors. doors. Oh yeah. my god! Oh, everyone's a yeah. comedian, aren't they? Yeah, just lots of wacky banter and no help at all. <laughs> until finally, last night, a lady DM'd me and she said, "Oh my gosh, that's my door. I live two doors down from you." And the courier dropped it at the wrong oh. wrong place, so I was relieved. I was relieved. She came and picked it up, and that was good. That's a, that was such a mystery, though. Up until she told me that, I was so perplexed about this because it's such a random thing. It's quite to a mystery. Just appear, right? It's quite a mystery. Mm. So I just uh, wonder if you've ever had this thing where you've come home and there's something at your place, and you're like, "Where did that? What?" What is this? Could it, be, could it be a living thing? Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Could just be something that's been plonked there, something mm. that's mysteriously just cropped up at your house. <laughs> so what mysteriously showed up at your place? Or who? Joe, what randomly showed up at your place? A second-hand toilet seat. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So well. we came up the driveway and, and looked at the landing, and here's something white, and we're thinking, oh, that looks a bit bit weird mm. and um, when we walked up on the landing here's this this uh, definitely second hand mm. toilet seat oh, well, that's <laughs> gross like why would someone yep just... i'd rather find a door yeah <laughs> you probably would i mean a bit of detail though eh? and a scrubbing brush you know you can get rid of anything oh. can't you <laughs> I suppose possibly you, not i suppose you uh, got the gloves out and popped that in the bin <laughs> we sure did yeah. <laughs> no, fair call joe awesome. but like we asked 
We asked family and friends and, and the neighbours and nobody has any idea. Mm. Anyone missing a toilet seat? No, nah, we're good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting. All right. Thank you, Thanks Jo. For Thanks for it's, calling. It sucks when you never get the mystery solved and you just think yeah. about it forever. And it just just mm. plagues your mind, doesn't mm. it? Uh, Wayne, uh, we lost you there, mate, but what randomly turned up at your place? Yeah, hi, guys. Yeah, I, we had a, some planter-type boxes, but the commercial ones, mm. oh. big fibreglass. Huge ones, like about a metre and a, just over a metre tall. Wow. And like we had about three of them turn up outside our our driveway gate. <laughs> and like I thought, oh, my wife sorted these. So I took them inside the gate and put them inside by the fence. <laughs> you know, walked around. Oh, did you order these? No. I'm like, oh, God. So we left them inside our property, but where you could see them yeah. for about a month. And because um, we didn't know who to contact or whatever. Mm. And I thought, oh, if somebody come in, they can have a look and see them. Mm. They can grab them. Yeah, nothing happened for a month. So we thought, oh, well, we've got these planter things. Well, if nobody's going to claim them. And then we left them for another two weeks. And then all of a sudden they'd gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, well, sweet. That saves us having to fill them up with some um, earth and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's wow, a big, that, huge thing. Mm, they must have been stolen then, because surely you wouldn't realise it was six weeks before you'd lost them. Do you think? Well, I, oh, I no. think they were delivered to the wrong place. We're down a long driveway, okay. and um, we do get some random people turning up and going, oh, is uh, so? I said, no, no, mate, you've got to go two houses over and then uh, down that long driveway. Yeah, I see. <laughs> yeah. I see. Funny. Thanks so much for calling, Wayne. Can I just finish on this one from Georgia? Yep. On my text, hi, guys. When I was a little girl, me and my dad showed up to a baby possum sitting outside our front door. We had no idea at all where it came from until our granddad rang, he dropped the possum off for me as a pet. <laughs> he was a bit of a character and recently passed away. I love oh. the memory dearly. Oh. That's cute, Georgia. A possum for a pet. Thanks, Grandad. <laughs> I'd rather a puppy, but anyway. Keep up to date with JJ and Flinny on Instagram. Just search JJ and Flinny. More FM. You know how it's been commonly sort of touted forever that, you know, for optimum fitness, if you want to be fit, you do 10,000 steps a day. Mm. It's kind of drummed into you, isn't it? Yes, it's quite a lot to do. Well, I've uh, had some good news today. Actually, do you remember when uh, Dr. Dave and I were obsessed with um, counting our steps and we made this jingle? <laughs> yeah, how'd you go with that? Um, it last very long, did you? Well, we last sort of while. We used, remember we used to just walk around around in the studio to try and get oh, it that's over. That's right. That was so annoying. <laughs> Annoying at the end of the day, Flinny's like a hundred steps short, so he just pace around the studio, <laughs> making me dizzy. Anyway, anyway, there's no need to do that because uh, new new research yeah. ha- has come out, and that what they've said is like ten thousand steps was made up by the people in Japan who made the first pedometer. Right. And it was called something, uh, uh, the Japanese word for 10,000 steps. And right. that's, they just made up that company. Mm-hmm. But actually, scientifically speaking, for an adult, if you want to stay fit and keep your body and your mind fit, mm. 7,500 steps a day is what you need. Optimal. Oh, that's more achievable. 7,500. So, oh, you know. Yes. I you, need to do 6,000 more every day now. If you walk around work quite a bit, if you've got... <laughs> If you've got a, you know, maybe you can go for a few walks at lunchtime, walk to get your lunch, walk down to the supermarket, um, walk home from work, anything like that. You're going to get there, aren't you? Mm, you would. And if you keep, the key is, yeah, when, like, we're in our 40s now, you're probably closer to 50, but when you're into your 50, you. <laughs> as you get older, like 50s, up, 50s, <laughs> 50s, 60s and 70s, yeah. and for the rest of your life, yeah. if you can do that, yeah. if you can get up in the morning, go for a walk, have an afternoon stroll or whatever, you get to 7,500, you're going to keep your brain good and your body good, and that's what we all want, right?
Good. Thanks for that, Flinny. No worries. Oh, and... I'll get started any day now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the JJ and Flinny Catch-Up. Subscribe now. More FM. Uh, we're broadcasting from uh, a red light zone. Uh, that sounds wrong, doesn't it? But a red part of New Zealand. We're in the red part of the traffic light. And, uh, you know, if you're in orange, you won't have this problem. But where we are, school prize givings and uh, gatherings, they have to be online because you're only allowed 100 people or less, right, mm, where yep. we are. Anyway, so I watched one this morning, and it's pretty funny, um, the school prize giving, because <laughs> they're kind of run by the teachers. And they're not, I mean, some of them, they're not the most technologically advanced, some of them. Oh, no. And it go, it's like <laughs> the teacher running it was very enthusiastic, you know, yep. and then they said, we're just going to cross to the principal's office. And the pr- they crossed to the principal's office, and the principal's mic wasn't working properly. It was like, <laughs> it's been a fantastic year. <laughs> she gave a speech like that. Oh, God. And then oh, she no. crossed to this pre recorded video from one of the Board of Trustees. And you know, look, oh, it's just one of the dads. Who isn't wants it? to hear from the Board of Trustees? But then they forgot to put the sound on that video. <laughs> yeah. And so it was going for 20 seconds, and everyone was writing on, putting their hand up, going, can't hear it, can't oh. hear it. And then, she, then the teacher came, oh, start it again. Oh, no, you don't oh, have to. No, seriously, it's okay. So that's what that's kind of like the reality of COVID times, isn't it? If you're yeah. in Orange, there's a lot. I know there's a lot of prize givings going around, uh, mm. normal ones, in school halls. But it mm. got, got me thinking. And I've been to a lot of these. I've got four kids. Yep. And uh, I think a lot of us, you know, as, as parents or caregivers, we've been to these. There are five things that always happen at Kiwi school prize givings like this. Oh, like this. <laughs> Number five. The school choir sings out of tune. The local MP gives a long, boring speech. My time here has had many ups and downs. <laughs> in fact, as many as the southern mountains that I studied in my PhD oh. thesis. Number three. You smuggle in vodka in a pump bottle just to numb the pain and boredom. <sighs> Number two. Your kid wins a participation award. And I'm very pleased to announce uh, that our classroom three, the participation award... Not for anything achieved academically or physically is well done just for taking part, Ricky Stanaway. <laughs> Number one. The principal pronounces Tereo Māori wrong. A big old Tina Kutu Katua <laughs> in high Ramai. Thank you to all our Fanu who have come along for the prize giving for 2021. A big car pie <laughs> from Kingsgate School. Why can the principal never pronounce today or Māori properly? Oh, boy. That Some is... of that was just too true. But what was the, your silly accent, though? Well, I don't know, really. Just, <laughs> it was, was unnecessary. Just... <laughs> it was as bad as it today. Māori being pronounced wrong. Okay, so think, oh think, think about the school prize givings you've been to yep. and the punishing things you've had to sit through. What is the worst thing you've seen? Oh, we got Puds on the line. Puds, what happened at your school prize giving? Um, I was about 15, mum and dad had um, had broken up and so mum was having a bit of downtime and she came to our prize giving and walked up the side of the um, hall and turned off about three quarters of the lights and of course everyone else had been sitting down and so we, I was just like, oh my gosh, and everyone knew my mum and I was just like, oh yeah, cool. <laughs> Why did she turn the lights off for? She, her back rubbed up against it. That's oh, I was thinking an accidental one. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh, and they'd been on for probably about an hour beforehand to warm up. 
It's amazing. No, yeah. Oh, no. God, yeah. that is funny. That is funny. Thanks, Thanks for Buzz. sharing. Thanks for sharing, mate. Let's go to uh, Andy. So your daughter's prize giving, what happened? Well, you, you know, it was the second daughter and being to prize giving all the time. And, <laughs> and um, so there's a nice pub just down the road. So what we did was uh, we went in and sat down and saw us as she's sort of up ahead of us and when she wasn't looking, we snuck out the back and then went down the pub and had a beer. <laughs> and then um, afterwards, uh, just timed our run perfectly, came back just as the final pause after the last speech. And then we turned up, she turned up, and I said, oh, congratulations on your prize. And thank goodness she actually got one. <laughs> I didn't have known. <laughs> I love it. I love it. My kind of guy. Yeah. Thanks, Andy. Thanks. Cheers for sharing, mate. And last one here is a text uh, from Charlay. My son was being presented with a trophy at his awards night. The principal could not even open the travel case. <laughs> and then he broke the travel case that came in. Trying to remove the trophy to present it, he then accidentally dropped <laughs> the trophy. It bounced off the stage and broke the base of it. My son was horrified and left the stage. Keep up to date with JJ and Flinny on Facebook. Just search JJ and Flinny. More FM. Chances are you're going to get given at least one gift over Christmas. Maybe multiple if you depends. Mm. You know, but you're going to have to open a gift at one stage or another. Now, here's the thing. Do you know the anxiety of when you're just about to, you know, you might be with your, your whanau or your mates or whatever, and everyone's looking at you. It's your turn to open a gift. Mm. And someone's like, here, here, Flinny, I've got this Merry Christmas. And I'm like, okay. Oh, oh no. Everyone's looking. How am I, how am I going to hide my face if it's something really rubbish that I don't want? Okay. So here's what I suggest you do, because I've been through this a lot. Yeah. I'm from I'm from a big family. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to hurt someone's feelings on Christmas. You don't want to cause a rift in the family or your mates. So what I do, when they hand it to me, I look them right in the eye. I say thank you very much and Merry Christmas. Okay. Yeah. And look them right with a big, big nice smile, and then I'll mm-hmm. carefully open it. And when it's halfway open, I'll give them another smile. Mm-hmm. And just look them in the eye and nod my head mm-hmm. and then open it. And you've already got their, you're already on their team now, right? Right. Why? Because you're being nice to them before you've opened yeah, the You've present. already made them feel good. For You know, you're already grateful. Okay. So when you open it and it's some scungy old undies and socks again, mm. or a goat for a family in Uganda mm. again, mm. then it doesn't matter if you're a little bit disappointed. Okay? Right. That's what I reckon. Okay. What good. do you think? Well, if you dare try that on me, you're in trouble. Are, are you getting me a goat for a family in Uganda? Because I'll tell you no. what, if I, if I ever get to Uganda, half the place will be full of goats that I've shouted. <laughs> Christmases. Oh, don't you be talking like that. <laughs> what? You'll never get to Uganda. You wouldn't be able to cope there. Well, there's, I would. Well, there's I would. nothing to eat for you there. Well, guess what I'd be eating? All the goats mm, I paid for. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> okay, right. So um, I, well, I, what I do is I just... I don't know. It's so hard. Like people have given me things like um, fragranced things, and when I, I can't actually use them, so I have to pretend to be thankful and grateful and all that. So, oh, because you're allergic to the fragrance. Yeah. So I'll just go. Oh, yay! This. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Dr. Dave? Um, my Polish grandma gets us a box of uh, biscuits each year. Oh, yeah? And well, it's all right. No, nah, they're all those real yuck ones that have, like, sugar crystals on top. Oh, oh yum! Awful. No, nah, I'm with you. They're awful. gross. Well, I like those. You just get a sampler box, mate. Yeah, you know? oh, way better. But, yeah, yeah, I just open up the box and have one cookie and then just let it sit in my mouth until <laughs> she's gone. <laughs> and then politely walk off. All right, then let's open this over to you. When have you had to fake like a terrible present? Robin, when did you have to fake like a Christmas present? Um, well, my brother um, wrapped up a book and he did actually say to me, oh, Robin, this book is going to give you some direction in your life. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I opened it up and it was a map. 
It was a map. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit funny. So you could have met. I mean, but actually, I did map out a roadie for me, so it kind oh, of good. came in handy. Okay. Oh, that's good. You put it to use. Awesome. Yep. I mean, a, a map's a bit of a redundant gift now, Robert, isn't it? Because we've got Google Maps and all that. I know. And how good is that? Yeah. It's I mean, pretty, <laughs> <laughs> pretty easy. Thank you so much, Robin. Uh, let's go to Abby. What was it for you, Abster? Um, one year, I specifically said, please don't get me any bags. And my mum got really excited and she brought me this billboard bag. But I'm a farmer, so I don't use bags. It was like a computer bag. <laughs> and it was so ugly, and I was so she was so excited about it that I actually started crying because I felt so bad. And then I tried to pretend that I liked it. <laughs> so then I regifted it to her the next Christmas. You so re- now she has it. What you regifted it to it? How did that go down? <laughs> so she, we, it's like a joke in our family now. So she just burst into laughter, oh. and then next year I think she's going to regift it to my sister. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I love those family <laughs> jokes. They're good, eh? Yeah, it's yeah. something fun there. Uh, by the way, sorry for calling you Abster. Do people normally call you Abster, Abby? <laughs> Yeah, they always do. Okay, that's good then. All right. (laughs) Thanks for calling, mate. You have a wonderful night. I love Uh, it how you make up people's nicknames for them. Yeah. Like you've just known them for years. Like you're so friendly with these people. Uh, Are you still there? Are you still there, Abster? (laughs) Yeah, I'm still there. We're we're mates, eh? Yeah, we can be mates. Okay, awesome, mate. Thanks, Abster. Here we go. See? The JJ and Flinny Catch Up. Thanks for listening. Catch JJ and Flinny on More FM 3 p.m. weekdays. For more, follow JJ and Flinny on Instagram and Facebook.